A good conversation can shift the direction of change forever. Would you leave it to chance? Join the authors of Design to Change and explore this series of conversations with designers and event owners. Driven by the need and conversations with event owners and event designers who use the event canvas around the world, this series explores the depths of conversations to elevate your abilities to look and act beyond the now. Episodes are hosted by Rude Janssen, Rue Friesen, Dennis Lehrer, and Paul Rukens, with illustrious changemakers, designers, and pioneers in the field of design and beyond. To explore these conversations and additional content, visit designtochange.online. For now, let's start the conversation. All right, welcome back to IMAX America. It is the 17th of October, 2023. Across from me at the table, you wouldn't believe, but I am looking into the whites of the eyes of Stacey Ann Doria, um, who, who is one of our certified event designers. One of the later cohorts, because you yeah. be, you were in cohort. Do you remember exactly which cohort it was? I Remind think it was me. Thirty. Thirty. Yeah. Yeah. We're, well, we're now at forty-seven. So Jeez, Louise. Yeah, things go fast. Okay, right? now. Yeah. Um, and you have just started a company, a mm -hmm. new company, because mm -hmm. you know what happens in the world is change happens, right? Absolutely. And so we're going to talk a little bit more about that in a minute. Okay. Uh, to the right of me here uh, at the trade show, IMAX America, if you've never heard about this trade show, we're at the um, Mandalay Bay Convention Center North, if I'm not mistaken, is a massive hall with all sorts of destinations and companies involved in the meetings and events industry. And one of our dear friends and longtime uh, advocates of event design is Stephanie Pettigrew-Simmons. We know her as Stephanie Simmons. And then she's got a whole bunch of acronyms behind her name, one of them being um, CED, but you also have CMM, DES, CTA, CQIA. There's, there's a whole alphabet soup behind it. Uh -huh. welcome, welcome, Stephanie, to the podcast. Thank you so much. And yes, the alphabet soup is wonderful, but the investment is beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> so one of the things we'd like to catch up on is like, what's the vibe here if you just arrive at IMAX America? Um, because there's so much going on. We're just about an hour and 45 minutes into the show, right? Since mm -hmm. it opened at 10 o'clock this morning. Um, what's the vibe like to Stacey and to you when you arrived? I think, you know, what made me feel good is that we all look lost together. <laughs> I love that. There's 17,000 people together. here, and I feel like, you know, day one, hours one, we're all just trying to get a lay of the land. But what's great is everyone's excited to be here, and everyone's networking, you're making new friends. It's awesome, you know, and you just have to remember to take a breath when you need it. Step aside when you need it, but it's all good. What I really like about this little audio bubble is that although there's people walking past the stand that we have with the empathy maps and the event canvas and the stakeholder alignment canvas, people are curiously looking at us. What are they doing mm -hmm. with microphones and headsets, having these little distinct conversations and I have no idea what we're talking about. Um, this is our little private bubble, right? Mm -hmm. And we can actually pay attention and focus yeah. in the audio because mm -hmm. there's a lot of audio going on at this very trade show floor, right? You said 17,000 people talking with each other does create a big buzz in the background. Stephanie, how many of these shows uh, have you been to and what makes this one different? Well, I could say I probably have been to a decade worth, but what makes this one different is really, as speaking as Stacey Ann said, the opportunity to just not only engage, but create positive 
impact of just greeting one another, networking. And I think the overarching is self-care and awareness mm-hmm. and wellness on this one. And so that means a lot of stations is, of course, the um, juice of the coffee, but also water, infused water, um, gluten-free snacks. Um, <laughs> so those are some of the momentum that keeps us not just walking the halls, but stepping in like we did here at the studio and having the right kind of conversations. So this trade show has a number of jobs to be done, right? I remember, um, I think it was court seven or eight, where uh, the team from IMAX first sent uh, a delegation of their uh, key learning and event designers uh, over to our program at San Diego State University, the EDC Level 3 program. And one of the projects that won at the time, the one that we worked on during those three days, was Smart Monday. Mm. Now, Smart Monday was yesterday. Not that we are now on Stupid Tuesday, but (laughs) Smart Monday yesterday, after so many years of having existed and reinventing itself, is actually designed by certified event designers who use that as a project. Um, You're discussing that some of the basic needs that you need when you're at a trade show, especially in Las Vegas, this is a desert climate here, you need to hydrate, mm-hmm. right? You need to look after yourself and um, uh, in my pocket, the chapstick that keeps me uh, hydrated as we yeah. talk during this podcast. But what else do you feel in the vibe here? Use the event narrative specialist, Stacian, and you look through your, um, your, your, your glasses that, 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 look, that look into this world of IMAX America. What are you seeing at IMAX America this year? I do see a definite um, uh, importance on self-care, mm-hmm. right? And it not only just from the booth standpoint, but you look around mm-hmm. and I feel like things that have changed. For example, I'm wearing a light dress with sneakers. I'm not coming in here with heels on because I can't manage that for multiple years yes. or for multiple hours. Yes. Um, so you've I, been here before and you I, know that. I know that, right? And I think differently is, you know, I also now live in the desert, so... <laughs> I understand that importance of hydration, but also I'm seeing even in terms of the sessions, um, what's being offered, you know, it, it, it does change from, from year to year. You know, you're learning about AI, you're learning about mental wellness, physical wellness. I saw a session even about how do you infuse snacks into your own personal workday? Right. And so there is an importance of, listen, yes, we are here as event planners to take care of others. But before we can take care of others, we have to take care of ourselves. And I'm seeing that kind of infused in multiple sessions throughout the the conference. Now, this is a trade show for event professionals, probably one of the hardest audiences to design something for in the first place. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't I don't envy those people at all. (laughs) <laughs> no, no, and, and and if you see the size of the team that organizes on that organizes this show and has a dedication for the two shows per year, um, I have a deep respect for how they do that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, doing it from Brighton in the UK—that's where their home base is. Yeah. And um, if you had a little message to the team at IMAX, um, and I'm going to throw the mic over to Stephanie first, um, what? What do you want to compliment them on and what would you like to see maybe at a future edition? Definitely saying thank you, thank you, thank you. The momentum of just creating not just space for us to walk in, but innovative ways of just meeting each other, ways that we can become inspired, um, be able to walk away with actualized 
vision, but also the to-do to take back home. Uh, we're already starting talking in some of us uh, colleagues, networking opportunities, getting with our C-suite. Um, the second thing would be creating opportunity maybe for our emerging leaders to be showcased. We have so many that um, are inquisitive of entering the industry. It is a service industry, so sometimes that stress level can become um, a little bit more of a deterrent. But let's work on maybe how do we attract our emerging leaders onboarding them, and especially in the event design perspective. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think, you know, one of the upgrades that I've seen is even the Inspiration Hub, the Tech Hub, they did a really great job of separating that and making it um, easy for people to attend. I thought that was amazing. I think something they should know, too, is they did a really great job on pre-communications. Yeah. Um, just letting us know about the app, the schedule, the emails, how to register. They did a fantastic job on that. Um, and... You know, I, I guess one of the things I could say is good, too, is that, let me tell you, get your steps in during the <laughs> three days, so are, you don't are, have to worry about going to the gym. <laughs> have you have you joined the health challenge that's uh, that's on as well? So I, I actually, for the first time, joined that. I know it's been on for a couple of years, but I know, I, you know I'm staying mm -hmm. at the Luxor, and I need mm -hmm. to walk all the way over every day, back and forth. I. It's well, interesting that there's a leaderboard to see how many steps you can get in. I know. I did not join it. And the reason why is next week, Saturday, I'll be running 20 miles in Arizona. This is practice. Um, uh, so this is just a, this is just a warm up for me. This is, this, that's all it is. So I, I decided not to join another challenge. I don't need any more for the month. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Love that. So what recommendation would you have for IMAX maybe for future years to look out for? Because like you mentioned, Stephanie, there's a massive change in the community of people that are involved in this industry because of the changes you know since covid but also there's a refresh right of the talent people are in different roles um, mm -hmm. this industry needs talented people because it's the people industry the theme is human nature what 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 do you think is required there in the future CCM? you know i think I'm, I'm also here with somebody who this is their first time here, right? And it is overwhelming. You walk in here and you're like, oh my goodness, I can't believe there's so many people in so many booths. I think, you know, they do have one of those sessions where it's like, oh, you're meeting some like first timer session, but maybe encouraging that through the app prior to say, hey, maybe you want to get a buddy system going or a group going. Um, so that when you get here, you already are acquainted with the first timers and maybe you can explore together because yeah. it is overwhelming. And I've been here multiple times. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Now, when we wrote Design to Change, uh, we weren't able to meet in person, Stephanie. And the EDC Mastermind program, that was you know the first one we did in Amsterdam. You were part of that. Um, the excitement of biking in Amsterdam was, I remember, interesting in our first expedition. We thought everybody just, you know, would get on a bike and start biking and no you know and in Amsterdam it's a little different you kind of learned that yeah. didn't you we don't wear helmets and you know there's <laughs> like yeah it's uh, people are like oh, my insurance is not set up that way yeah, I need a helmet <laughs> so you need to understand the context but anyway long story short in the third edition uh, we actually started um, you know the programming with something that ultimately became the design to change book and an event was used to write that book or to validate that book really Right? based on conversations. How since being part of that expedition have your conversations changed hmm. when you think about the kind of conversations you're having today versus the ones you took or you had maybe you know, before you went through that program? 
think what I can say is it's an elevated conversation, but also the right stakeholders are part of the conversation. Um, just creating the momentum of not just an event, but the evolving of the design for change. Um, you know, some of those critical questions would be really, why are we holding the event? And then going all the way back to just really the engagement opportunity of what are we looking for and how can we infuse not just innovation, not just bottom line results, but the impact of our influence, whether it's a brand, whether it's corporate America, whether it's independent planners showcasing your elevated skill set. It is necessary, as you stated, Ruth, to basically engage the total 360 um, environment of just industry because we are people, people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we were talking about that earlier, and I, especially for those in the corporate world, everyone's expected to wear 10,000 hats, right? And we were saying earlier, it gives you the language um, to speak to the marketing director, the vice president, the salesperson. You you have that language to use, and you just become, you elevate yourself because of that. And so it's absolutely amazing. Um, and... I just feel like it, you kind of, you level up. You level up is what I'm, I'm looking for. <laughs> so I think leveling up the conversation is also about leaving stuff away, right? A lot of words are lost sometimes if we use them too much mm -hmm. or we don't mm -hmm. understand their meaning. Part of what we do is we um, create a common language, right? When you become a certified event designer, the way that you um, facilitate a group of people is by having them have roles and have a very clear structure how you go through something which is time capped. Mm -hmm. How has that practice influenced your work, Stacey Ann, in you know, doing this when you were in the corporate world and now in your new uh, venture? I'm confident and I'm stealing your words. Let me give Stephanie all her credit. I'm stealing your words. It gives you the confidence to speak um, knowing that you actually understand the words that you're saying, right? Versus having to go on Google and look for that keyword and try to throw it in the conversation. You have that confidence and it, it, you also become the expert in the room, right? And so we were, the example we kept saying is you plan an event and it's the same event every year and you pick it up. And now, yes, it's the same event every year, but now you're hitting them with questions that's like, oh yeah, that that I never thought about that and that is important. And so now... It, it, people are looking at you, you are the expert in the room, right? And so when I, as independent, go into these conversations and I'm asking them about stakeholders and one of the questions I ask is how much money is in the room or what do you want to happen after this event? It's like, I, I, I'll say this very confidently, those questions led me to one client being a repeat client four times, wow. right? And now they're like, Stacey, we want you to train our team to think the way you think. Right, and so that has given me such a level of confidence that I did not have before. And I can tell you, Stacey Ann had a lot of confidence coming into the program in the first <laughs> place, because she. <laughs> no, I'm, 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 I'm not joking here, right? You, you run, uh, you know, in the company that you're at. I remember you were mm -hmm. running events, even whilst the, whilst the program was on, mm -hmm. like you were in the midst of it, right? Mm -hmm. And massive scale events across the planet, very international. Uh, so it require. I think it takes something to enable yourself to step back from that very active role and educate yourself or take yeah. the time to think about other ways of doing things mm -hmm. um, and then actually 
you took a radical decision at some point where now your mm -hmm. your long time let's say corporate career has transitioned into your new venture yeah. of um, can you share it with us the event narrative it's so funny because I started that so long ago and then I took this session and it's so like Sean I'm calling you out because Sean got jokes in the WhatsApp group yeah. but <laughs> I started the company in 2018 yeah. and I didn't have the confidence to step into it full and I, I can absolutely say this certification definitely contributed to that confidence of saying okay I now know how to better speak to the needs of my clients as a whole not just as a piece right and so um, now I'm I'm independent the event narrative the event narrative.com and <laughs> I shameless am plug. a shameless plug shameless and um, full service event agency and um, it's just it, I am I feel good you know it's definitely a step that I needed to take and I feel I feel at ease with it, you know, of course starting your own business is scary, but it's one of those things where I'm like, it's a good scary. Like I'm like looking forward to what comes tomorrow. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you, Stacey, mm -hmm. for sharing that story. Uh, Stephanie, you have worked in many different types of organizations and in your role, I know you're always very uh, actively engaged in the next generation of leaders and, and giving them the right kind of guidance. Um, if you think of one of those leaders that you've spoken to recently, what are some of the things that you're currently experiencing with those new leaders and how do you, what kind of conversations do you have with them? Currently the, of course, question always is to ask is what's keeping them up at night? And now we're starting to really see it's not what's keeping them not only up at night, but the day-to-day, -day, the hour-to-hour, -hour based on just where our world exists today. So part of that is is asking that question, but creating the transition, as Stacey Ann was sharing, in a transition, transformative conversations. Now we're needing the implementation parts to be really seen, but also the confidence, as Stacey Ann spoke to, is having to be able to know the unknown. That means being confident in just moving forward in some derivative decisions, but also engaging our new thought leaders who happen to be emerging leaders at the same time they're in transition, but also transforming. And so creating, I would say, safe spaces in our organizations so that will allow that and allow that to be tested and tried, piloted in some org some form or fashion of events or some of your strategy sessions and then flow them out through for event design. And if you're wondering where all that wisdom came from, <coughs> Stephanie has been involved in events at the most incredible ranges, right? So <coughs> in an earlier podcast uh, recorded with Stephanie, which was actually part of the I want to say application process or the bar you had to kind of um, um, hang on to or reach out to to join the EDC Mastermind program. You can hear Stephanie a couple of years back as to how she was thinking then and see not just the evolution but also what, what was on our mind then and what's on our mind now. So conversation also a memory lock of a moment in time. Um, that you can look back upon. And I really enjoy listening to uh, podcasts that we've done in the past and then taking these on the road as, as we're doing right now. So 
on that note, I really want to thank both of you for you know the event narrative that you shared, Stacian. dot <laughs> uh, com, by the way, if you want to look her up. Um, Stacian, one last one last little question because we we love seeing certified event designers being successful at what they do. Uh, we love hearing that um, your next client is calling right now, right? She's already like, oh, dot com. It's not, 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 not live yet, but her phone is ringing as we speak on the table. Uh, that's how popular she is. Um, Stacey-Anne, what, what what, like, what's your favorite event or narrative to create and which client should call you next? I am a corporate girl. I'm a corporate events girl. Um, I, I think one of my favorite is you know, probably new product releases, right? Yeah. Because you're trying to, I, I love that because one, it's the, the look on the faces of clients or um, attendees when they see it for the first time and mm-hmm. you, you're learning from them and they're learning from you. I think that's one of the most amazing, but um, I, I, I think corporate events, that's my, my home base. Um, I've done entertainment. I could tell you stories about how I told Prince Harry it's all good. I, I, I have many a stories. I walked over Anita Baker because I'm very tall and she's very tiny. Um, so I, I've done it. I've done it all. <laughs> Great stories are yet to be told. All right. um, thank you so much, both of you, for being here today on this first day of IMAX. Um, our legs are still fresh, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> we are full of conversations. Let's see what that looks like after a couple of days. Yeah. Thank you for being with us. Um, it's been an absolute joy to have this moment of conversation in time. And uh, look out for the podcast and all the subsequent editions from all the others that nobody around us knows what we spoke about until this is published. <laughs> right? So thank you both for being here. Thank and have you. a terrific IMAX America and speak to you soon again. All right. A good conversation can shift the direction of change forever. Would you leave it to chance? Join the authors of Design to Change and explore this series of conversations with designers and event owners. Driven by the need and conversations with event owners and event designers who use the event canvas around the world, this series explores the depths of conversations to elevate your abilities to look and act beyond the now. Episodes are hosted by Rude Janssen, Rue Friesen, Dennis Lehrer, and Paul Rukens, with illustrious changemakers, designers, and pioneers in the field of design and beyond. To explore these conversations and additional content, visit designtochange.online. For now, let's start the conversation. Conversation.